a saber-toothed mammal with a pouch in its belly like a kangaroo. A dolphin with the head of a walrus and a three-foot tusk. Just two of the weird beasts we're going to cover today on Prehistoric Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Prehistoric Podcast! Alright guys, welcome back to the Top 10 Weirdest Cenozoic Animals episode of the Prehistoric Podcast. And today, I am joined by my co-host, Dylan. The Master of Dinosaurs. And what's my name? Dad. (laughs) Also known as Nick. And we're going to be going over weird Cenozoic animals. But before we get into that, what the heck is the Cenozoic, Dylan? Any time after the Cretaceous extinction. Which is also known as the KT extinction. And Dylan was asking me, why is it KT when that means... Cretaceous Tertiary Extinction. What is the K? The K is the German Cretaceous starts with K. Yeah, so they they just went with German for some reason, and it's the KT Extinction Event. And Would you the, say KT sounds better than CT? Um, I guess so. We'll, we'll roll with that. You you could also call it the Chicxulub Impactor if you want to specifically refer to the asteroid that fell down. But in the fossil record, when they're looking for different fossils, there's a very clear boundary, and they call that the KT boundary. And it has little asteroid fragments in it, and they found that all over the world, little pieces of space glass. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Well, let's break down the Cenozoic. The KT extinction event about 65 million years ago brings us into the Paleocene. 65 to 0.5 million years ago. 65.5 million years ago. All right, if you want to be precise, Paleocene, 65.5 million years ago. We don't need to be... That's why I said about. And then our next period is the Eocene, 55 million point eight. The next one is the Oligocene at 33.9. And then the Miocene at a nice round 23. And then the Pliocene at 5.3. And then the Pleistocene at 2.6. And then the Holocene 12,000 years ago to today. We are currently in the Holocene. If you ever wondered that, you can go tell your mom. Or if you're old like me, you could maybe still tell your mom or tell somebody that you're in the Holocene. All right, let's get into some weird animals. For our first weird animal, we have... The Titanoboa. The Titanoboa, which is a... 50-meter-long snake. Well, 50 feet long, not quite as big as 50 meters long. But it was one and a quarter ton and up to three feet wide, and it lived during the Paleocene. So that's right after the dinosaurs. That was like right before the mammals like totally took over, right? Yeah, so what ended up happening was in evolution we called an ecological niche and there was all these niches that were 
previously filled by non-avian dinosaurs. And now, it'll with all these niches opened up, it allowed other types of animals to just get really big, which is what happens during the, the following ages, including the age of mammals. Where did it live, Dylan? It lived in South America in tropical forests and swamp, and it was primarily a piscivore, but it may have eaten crocodiles up to six to seven feet long. Yeah, there was a specific species of croc. I didn't write it down, but it was around six or seven foot long crocs that may have predated on. And what is a piscivore for those who don't know? A, an animal that eats mostly fish. Let's move on to our next one. Which is Didycurus. And Dad kept saying it was Didicarus. <laughs> Didicarus, but we looked up all the pronunciations beforehand. But if we still get them wrong, head on over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash prehistoric podcast. Drop us a comment. Let us know what we got wrong, what we got right, or what you liked or hated or whatever. So this is a gigantic armadillo. Like a spiky club like an ankylosaurus. Ankylosaurus didn't have a spiky one, but it's like a club like an ankylosaurus that had spikes on it. If you're a big fan of the Walking With series by the BBC, Dodicurus was in Walking With Beasts. I think it was the Sabretooth episode. Yeah, in the, in the episode with the Smilodon pack, Dodicurus was one of the herbivores, and even Smilodon didn't mess with the Dodicurus. They kind of got run of, run of the place because no one could mess with them. And they even had a club. <clears throat> Something that a, a glyptodon didn't have. These were really successful. They survived from the Pleistocene all the way up to the Holocene. They only became extinct about 10,000 years ago. Some people think that may have been due to, guess what? Human hunting. Human hunting, yep. They were grass grazers, and uh, they were about 150 pounds. But gigantic armadillos with spike club tails. And even able to stand up on two legs. And they probably used the tails to beat each other up when they were trying to attract the female. They wouldn't use it for predators? They probably would use it to scare off a predator, but there wasn't really any predators around that would mess with them. Yeah. The next monster is Entelodon. Entelodon is called the devil pig. Imagine a wild pig, but it's head looks like a wolf from mythology like a wolf head on a pig that, that's the only way it's got these giant fangs but it doesn't really have tusks like a boar it's more of like a wolf head yeah. right it's about a half ton to one ton these guys ran all over asia europe and north america and lived to the middle eocene to the early miocene that's pretty successful Pigs are always pretty successful because they're omnivores and they can forage and they proliferate like crazy wherever they're at. Except the devil pig was a hunter. Yeah, he was an omnivore as well. He would also hunt, but he was able to forage just like modern pigs. Anklotheria. Now we're back to our Walking with Beasts. And I believe that was the very first episode or maybe it was the second episode of Walking with Beasts, right? Uh, I think it was the third, but... Imagine a humongous Clydesdale horse, but with like sloth arms. Basically, <laughs> we call it horse head sloth arms. Horse head sloth arms. The body of a cow with sloth arms and a horse's head. Yeah. I don't know. It's a really crazy looking horse headed sloth thing. 
And, and it was like related to rhinos. Yeah, it? I think it might have been related to rhinos. It lived from the Miocene to the Pleistocene. And it was only six to eight feet tall. That's disappointing. It was yeah, it tiny. looked. We thought it looked a little bigger in the Walking With documentary, but I don't know. Maybe we should pause it and look that up. And we're back, and we went ahead and looked it up, and I had the Ankylotherium mixed up with Indracotherium, which is a huge animal that's in Walking with Beasts. Ankylotherium was in it, but it was in the Homo Australopithecus one. Australopithecus, which is an ancient genus of great ape, which is in the Homo lineage, which is, a you know, modern-day yeah, humans derived from... So that was an awesome episode, but these were actually in there. They were more like sloths, which makes sense because the Indracotherium was like a 20-foot tall horse. So <laughs> pretty pretty crazy looking animal too, but wasn't actually on our list. But the Ankylotherium, still a bizarre looking creature, so definitely belongs in the top 10 weirdest. All right, Eurohippus, the dawn horse. And he lived in North America and Europe in the Eocene, and he was only two foot tall. He was like a cat-sized horse. And we liked this, and it's it's not that weird, but it's just really cute because it's like a tiny little cat horse. And back in the day, birds eat horses. Yes, and we have to give props to in Walking with Beasts episode one. A terror bird or a relative of a terror bird is hunting Eurohippus. So that's pretty cool to see. Yeah. Right? Did and, he manage and, to and catch the guy one? said, in this world, birds eat horses. <laughs> yeah, he, that made an impression on you. Uh, that was pretty cool. And uh, did he manage to catch one? Yep. He was like shaking it. Oh, uh, okay. Because in those documentaries, the predators either fail or they kill something and then a scavenger bully comes and takes it from them. So we learned yeah, like also that, that the, the terror birds, once the Smilodon came, the terror birds would hang out by the Smilodon. And since the Smilodon would leave a ton of meat on the bone because their mouths just weren't really efficient for fully cleaning the corpses. So the terror birds would, were successful in eating Smilodon leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was also cool. We saw that in Walking with Beasts as well. All right. This is Dylan's favorite, so I'll let you take the pronunciation on that one. Bramatherium. Bramatherium. We it got... was an extinct giraffe. <laughs> it lived in India, Turkey, and Asia. It basically looks like a giraffe body with a short neck and then with this weird-looking horn on its head. Yeah, it has like a, imagine like a rectangle coming up off the top of a deer head. Like, so it looks like it has like a really elongated skull. And then at the end of that skull are like two spikes. And then it has They're in like a Y it. shape. And then it has two other horns behind that. Yeah, it has two horns behind that as well. So it's just got a really crazy looking, they, they say it's a display feature. Anyway, this, this guy lived from the, the Miocene to the Pliocene, about a half ton animal there. So not, not much of a difference between size-wise between that and a modern deer or okapi yeah so it's similar to an okapi is also a relative of a giraffe so imagine an okapi with sort of a bizarre display crest and you have a bramatherium 
All right, this is one of my favorites. We got the platybelodon. It's actually pretty easy to describe. Take a modern African elephant and then give it a lower jaw that's as long as its trunk. And, and give put, it buck teeth. Yeah, give it two big buck teeth coming off the bottom of the, of the jaw, but they're pointing straight out. The teeth are pointing straight out, and it used those for defense and for ripping up branches. So it would grasp things with its trunk, just like a modern elephant, and then it would use those big chompers to cut it. And it did have tusks. The tusks sort of pointed down, though, not up like a modern elephant. And they were tiny. They were short and spiky. And it lived in the Miocene, in Africa, Asia, and the Caucasus. Caucasus. And then it was 10 feet long and 2 tons. So it wasn't as big as a modern elephant. No, it wasn't too, as big as a modern elephant. Maybe like a, like an Asian elephant. Or maybe rhino. Yeah, or like rhino size. But it's just got this crazy looking lower jaw. And by the way, we're going to have all the pictures of all the weird animals on our blog on prehistoricpodcast.com. Alright, moving along. This is probably one of my favorites. We got the Thylaco smilus and and, and this is a, a creepy smile for its name it so. does this is a saber-tooth marsupial and dylan what's a marsupial a marsupial is an animal that keeps its babies in a pouch so imagine a smilodon or a saber-tooth cat except this is a marsupial so it's not a cat it's but it's around the same size and it has the saber teeth but in addition to the saber teeth, when it closes its mouth, it has bone sheaths behind its saber teeth to protect its teeth from getting broken off. So it has like bone plates coming down from its lower jaw that its teeth slide up against. So when it's basically just hanging out, it's got protection from breaking breaking its teeth. Really crazy That's looking. That's why the unprotected saber teeth of half tooth got broken oh uh, that was in walking with beasts the uh, alpha male of the one clan of smilodon was called half tooth because he lost one of his teeth in a battle for dominance and this this predator lived in the miocene to the pliocene in south america they did a bunch of simulations on a computer comparing it to a modern leopard smilodon and of course the thylacosmilus, and they determined it actually had a bite force weaker than a domestic cat. <laughs> so it had a super weak bite force. It didn't actually use its bite for killing. What it would do is it would like stab its teeth into the neck of the yeah, animal. neck or an artery. So at first it would hold it down with its claws, and then it had super huge neck muscles even bigger than a smilodon's neck muscles and it would basically use its its teeth like a hammer or a tool to basically just pound into the so it didn't bite down it would just stab it stabbed with its giant saber teeth this is pretty much as extreme of a saber tooth evolutionary trait as you can get it just used the giant teeth exclusively for killing so this was probably one of the weirdest guys. Yeah, I thought I, these bone sheaths, there's going to be a picture of this predator's skull up in the blog, and you're going to want to check it out because it's really cool. All right. Okay, the next one is Onobenosotops, 
it's a dolphin with a head of a walrus. And only one long three foot tusk and one tiny tusk, which in a lot of the pictures we've seen, they don't even draw the short tusk. So you have a, a walrus head with this three foot, one three foot tusk just pointing almost straight back. And they don't know that much about this animal. It might have been a bottom feeder that ate mollusks off the seafloor. And they believe juvenile megalosaurs, I mean megalodon, would hunt it. Yeah, so it might have been prey to juvenile megalodons. Would So, really weird, bizarre looking animal. It, it was actually a whale, but it has a walrus head. A dolphin, which is a type of whale, with a, with a walrus head. Alright, moving on to Megatherium. Giant ground sloth. Yeah, D Dylan likes to say sloth now that we've been watching BBC documentaries, so we're going to stick with sloth as opposed to sloth for our pronunciation. This guy lived from the Pliocene to the Holocene, and it went extinct probably due to predation from mammals. Or, and Ice uh, Age. And, of course, the Ice Age, including human predation. It lived in South America, and we're talking a sloth that's 4.4 tons and 20 feet tall. And it can, like, with one swipe of its arm, kill a Smilodon. Yeah, we, uh, Dylan, again, this guy was in, Megatherium was in the Smilodon episode of Walking with Beasts. They said that occasionally Megatherium would supplement its normally herb herbivorous diet with some scavenged meat. So it went over to a pack of Smilodons, and, and whenever they came to, t to say, hey, this is our meat, get out of here, he swiped it and killed it. Yeah. And then that's when half tooth took back over. Giant ground sloth. What modern animal was this as big as? An elephant. An African element. This is a huge, huge ground sloth. It basically looks like, what, what would you even say it looks like? Just take a sloth. And make it as big as an elephant. I don't I mean, think it looks anything like a modern sloth. Eh, Not much. Well, in the artist's depiction, it might have looked a like little a bit... Like a modern sloth can barely walk. Well, like, a that modern... That can walk, like... But it doesn't mean that it doesn't look like it, just because a sloth is a uh, modern sloth is slow. The giant mammal slothy thing. How's that? All right. I don't want to say this is the weirdest, but we put it at the end of our list. Synthetoceros. I thought this one was pretty weird. They call this also the, the slingshot, slingshot deer. Imagine you got a pole with a slingshot on the end, like a pole with a Y. Now take a take a, a deer, give it two horns like a bull, okay, and then put that right on at the end of its nose. Put a put a pole with a Y on the end, like a horn with a forked horn on the end of its nose. Yeah. Pretty crazy looking uh, deer, if you ask me. Miocene period in North, North America. America. Yeah. Basically a deer with a weird unicorn slingshot horn in its mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and you know. about one half ton and six feet long. Hey guys, we know we miss your favorite or weirdest creature. You know, we're going to do more episodes in the Cenozoic Animal Era. Because there are just so many crazy mammals. Uh, mammals that were during that period that don't get a lot of and attention. Even reptiles and birds. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna be revisiting this era. If we miss your favorite, let us know. Go to go to our Facebook page or drop a comment on our blog. Let us know what animals from the Cenozoic you think are really weird 
or what topics we should visit in a future podcast. What was your weirdest favorite or weirdest animal from today's podcast? Go check it out. I'm going to give my vote for a thylacosmilus. I think it's that ornitho whatever. I mean, Ben-Nosotops. Otto Ben-Nosotops. Man, that's a mouthful. That's really hard to say. The walrus dolphin. So Dylan's is the walrus dolphin, and mine is the saber-toothed marsupial with bone sheaths for its teeth. All right, guys. This is the Prehistoric Podcast. Until next time. Hey, gang. I hope you enjoyed the show. I'd encourage you to go over to prehistoricpodcast.com and check out the show notes. We always upload lots of cool facts and YouTube videos and things like that on each post, so hope to see you over there.